The following podcast is for information purposes only and is not suitable for retail investors. Welcome back to Chart of the Week. It's the 3rd of March and I have Michael Clough with me today. Given the events of the last week, we've looked back at past conflicts and analysed how equity markets have performed during these times. Michael, can you tell us a bit more? I certainly can, Gabby. Good to be uh, speaking with you this week. And it has been quite an extraordinary week, really. Um, uh, we thought this week we would, as you say, um, take a look back at some of the, the past conflicts that we've seen and, and just have a look different equity markets have performed, or, or rather, ha- we've actually looked at the US equity market um, and, and, and just reviewed how, how it's performed in, uh, in those various conflicts. And so we've, we've looked at um, eight or so conflicts um, in recent years and decades and just charted the, the drawdown that has been experienced in the US equity market um, during that, that conflict and also just tracked how, how long it's taken for the index to, to recover and, and reach the, the prior peak. And, and of course, clearly, wars and conflicts impact stock markets. They create uncertainty. They hit investor sentiment, and they're of course potentially damaging to economic activity. Um, and so, you have often seen drawdowns uh, in equity markets when when wars have arisen, um, but they aren't they aren't permanent, and and markets do always recover. Um, so, in the in the in the current situation, the U.S. equity market's actually been relatively resilient. Uh, from the from the tenth of February, which is when we started our analysis from, uh, the U.S. market did fall around about six percent. Uh, it has now rebounded uh, somewhat since. It's now down around about three and a half percent. Of speaking, um, so really the. The performance has been pretty muted in the U.S. market. Uh, European markets have sold off a bit more, and and the Russian market, of course, has sold off a lot more, uh, and it's and it's currently closed. Um, but in this episode, the U.S. equity market has been uh, uh, pretty pretty muted. Now, when we look at ba- look back at past conflicts, it really does vary, and and of course, uh, at the time of each of each past conflict, there's a Every every conflict, every war has its nuances, and and they come at different times in the economic cycle. So no two are, are ever the same. But from the the conflicts that we have looked at, uh, the majority have uh, equity markets have recovered within uh, fifty or sixty, uh, which is around about three months. Uh, there were a couple of exceptions. That was the Cold War and the Gulf War. Uh, the Cold War, uh, it took the US equity market uh, just over 100 trading days to recover. Uh, the Gulf War, it took around about 140 trading days to recover. Um, so give or take around about six months. And so really, you know, it, ultimately, it, it, they were all pretty, pretty temporary. Um, we haven't um, included World War Two in our analysis. Uh, World War Two is clearly on a on a much larger scale uh, to any of the, the conflicts that we have, that we have charted and, and listed. 
at World War II, it took around seven years for the, for the market to recover. And interestingly, that was almost exactly how long it took to um, uh, uh, reach its, uh, its prior peak uh, during the, the global financial crisis as well. Um, but, and, uh, but clearly, at, at the moment at least, uh, the conflict that we're seeing in, in, in Ukraine is, is nothing on, on, on that scale. Um, and just in terms of the actual levels of drawdown, um, in the majority of the conflicts that we have charted, the US equity market never fell more than 20% or so. Um, as World War II was an exception, um, it was percent in World War II. Um, but in, in the vast majority of, of, of wars and conflicts, and, and certainly all of the ones we've charted here, market never fell more than 20 percent. Thank you and what implications do you think the current conflict has for investors? Well it's 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 been an unbelievably rapid um, escalation of events over the past weekend and of this markets were were digesting some very big inflation numbers and digesting a, a change in policy by central banks, and that had already caused a, a fair amount of uncertainty in markets today. And and certainly, this the, the conflict in Ukraine at the moment has has absolutely uh, added to that. Um, we don't think the uh, the current situation is is likely to cause uh, a major bear market. Rather, we think it is just likely going to be a, a short-term shock. Um, of course, we don't underestimate the, the disaster that is rolling out at the moment, um, but wars do ultimately always end. Um, and, and, this, and, and this latest one is, is expected to be of, of, of limited duration and spread. Um, and it does, of course, come at a time when the global economy and, and the corporate sector is actually performing performing well strongly from uh, the pandemic. And so there is, of course, going to likely be further knocks to confidence, and that's resulting directly from the escalation in Ukraine, but also from some of the second-order impacts. Um, and by that, I'm thinking largely higher energy prices, uh, and that could uh, knock uh, consumer and investor confidence. But Russia and, and Ukraine are, are small economies uh, when we're thinking about the global economy as a whole. And so we do think the uh, broader impact should be limited. That's great. Thank you, Michael. And um, I'll see you next week. Thanks very much, Gabby. For professional advisors only, the views expressed are those of Momentum Global Investment Management at the time of recording and are subject to change without notice. Momentum Global Investment Management has used all reasonable efforts to ensure the accuracy of the information contained in this communication, but we cannot guarantee the reliability, completeness or accuracy of the content. This podcast is for information purposes only and does not constitute investment advice or an offer or solicitation to buy or sell. Momentum Global Investment Management, company registration number 37330094, 
has its registered office at the Rex Building, 62 Queen Street, London, EC4R1EB. Momentum Global Investment Management Limited is authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority in the United Kingdom and is an authorised financial services provider pursuant to the Financial Advisory and Intermediary Services Act 37 of 2002 in South Africa. Your capital is at risk.